Welcome to Marriage Sucks Podcast. This is episode 10. We made it to number 10. 10. And today we're going to be talking about building our own nest. Construction workers, y'all. You are so weird. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's jump in. If you were with us in episode nine, you heard a little bit about us um, getting married in the beginning of our story, moving out to California, and how that was hard for me, and the transition of just not having everything I thought I was going to have. Well, life wasn't looking the way that you or I had thought, and that was really that was what the hard part was. We had an idea or an image of what we thought life would be, and it wasn't living up to that. Yeah, and the biggest part for me that I was holding on to was family and Texas well, alone. And in this, you know, beginning of this season of what would be a pretty big turning point, one of the first things that happened is we went to a dinner together. This was an event for church. It was for my job. That wasn't always your favorite thing to go to was stuff with work for a while. This was one of them, but you came with me. We went to this dinner, and it ended up being a really powerful night for you and I because we saw this amazing couple transitioning from being the lead pastors of our church to not being the lead pastors, and there were so many people that were there that were you know, celebrating them but giving their story of what they had done in their life to move here and to not be by family. And it was just like time and time again— we were seeing people that had lived out what we were doing now, but they're at a different place. They were at the end, and they were saying how great the journey was and how great these things were. And it really spoke to me, but it really spoke to you that night of just hearing those things. And I think that continued kind of growing both of us, but ultimately really growing your heart and letting God speak to you about, no, the, this is different. You're gonna Your nest will look different than what you thought it would be. I think the biggest thing that I – when I – remember that season the biggest thing that night out of that dinner listening to other people talk about um what it was like to really support you know the their pastors and what they've seen like in their marriage and in their families how their their families have grown out of that the biggest picture to me was how much they had surrendered and given up for something greater and I walked away remember, remembering walking away from that night thinking, God, whatever you have for my family, for my marriage, I want that more than I want. They had, they had joy. What I they want. They had real joy. And yeah, I agree. So I know that was the beginning of God unfolding a lot of really big things for us together, but in myself specifically in my heart and within that season the same season we attended a conference together which yet again I was still a little not skeptical and there's nothing like to be skeptical about I I was just not having a good attitude about even being a pastor's wife I remember at the time I was pretty convinced that is not what I was signing up for and um was pretty unhappy that that's kind of where God had led me um but I we went to this conference together, and I remember every single night going back alone, you and I together, talking about the stuff that we were really feeling like God was putting on our hearts, and it just felt so freeing that you and I had felt like a team, like a real team. We were 
together and had really been praying about this stuff together and alone and just watching what God was doing with that when you have a heart of surrendering and willing to give up whatever it is that's hard or that you've been holding on to for so long. The conference was a big deal. We did share a lot together and it felt like thing we the conversations we were having were things that I wanted us to talk about, but every time I would try to push it, it would end up being an argument because it felt like I was just choosing work or choosing here versus family. And it, But it felt like for the first time we were actually in sync with what we were talking about. And we were in sync with, no, we can see ourselves here. And I remember having those discussions, and it was so different. And ultimately, you know, through that dinner and through that conference, we really got to a place where you were very open with me. Another thing that happened is in your women's group, because you've been a part of one for a long time, which we can talk more about later, you even had a discussion and God put on your heart things that you were really being selfish about. And you remember reading, I remember you came home, you said, well, this verse really hit me hard today. And it was um, a thing talking about letting go of your desires, of your selfish things. And, And you were like, I felt like God wanted me to write down Texas. And that was a huge deal because you felt like, you realized it's okay to have a desire to be somewhere or for life to be a certain thing. But if you put that in front of what God wants you to do, it, you just cross a line and that's wrong. Well, I feel like God, the bigger thing was God saying to me, I don't, I don't think you need to give up the, like the desire to want to be in Texas again. Um, because I, there is a lot of my heart that really would love. I do would desire that. But it was more what was my attitude going to be about being in California. And I know, I knew this. I think it was hard for me to really come to terms with it. But I knew that there's a side of me that was going to be missing out on whatever God had for me here if I continued to stay in that attitude. And I honestly didn't realize how that was affecting our marriage. Mm-hmm. It was, big time. I mean, we've been in counseling apart together for a long time, but I think we started to realize how other parts of our marriage were good, or they felt really good, but there was an underlying really big gap of us not being unified in what we were going to do. So in the first part of our story of us getting married, it being really hard, the first couple of years of not accepting... It was it was hard, but I don't think it was anywhere near the last couple of years. So a total, it's been six years. Um, but the first couple of years, again, I think I still had at the back of my mind, I can be happy about this. This is home because this will end soon. And then right about five years, it was like, okay, this isn't ending. This is where God's going to keep us. And I just kept trying to figure out why can't I let this go? Why is this still a thing for me? And Andy and I would fight about it all of the time it's the only thing that would come up in counseling I felt like it just kept being the thing and but what I didn't realize was I was making it really hard for God to like really have to get my attention and there were so many ways that I know he you know he would try and get my attention and I was just so blinded by my selfishness and just what I wanted and the way that I wanted life to look and things to be and Um, that I just, I wasn't seeing some of those things until, um, the, actually the biggest thing was a friend, I wouldn't say called me out on something, but she, you know, as a loving friend with really good intentions did, um, 
say something to me and in the moment because I wasn't in full agreement and what she was saying I could have easily just let it go and been like oh she's wrong she's not right about how I feel whatever um in Texas about Texas specifically um that that could have again yet another place where God was trying to get my attention and I could have totally missed that but I remember being in that moment of okay God there's something here there's something more happening and I need to take whatever this my friend is saying and pray about that because maybe what she is saying specifically isn't right on but I think there's still something more to get into this whole Texas and the selfish side of me really just wanting that life that way and the more that I dug into that the more that we got we walked into the season of God really showing me that I I needed to surrender some things in Texas being specific that I was holding on to it so tightly and I was really hurting my relationship with God I was hurting my relationship with Andy and in turn my kids would ultimately be missing out on what God had for us as a family together because of my selfishness and allowing my pride to get in the way I think those were those were a big few months of really us you know turning from arguing about things to talking about them in a constructive way and that was different and and really i will say that you know we firmly believe this but without god intervening i don't know what that would have ultimately looked like or been it just would have continued to be bad you guys there was a time specifically i can share with you i remember i told andy I would never leave Andy, you guys. I would never leave Andy. But there was there was a fear in my head that I would make a really instant, like in the moment decision and pack up my bags with the boys' bags and get on a plane and go to Texas and basically tell him this is happening so you can come with us or you can choose to say which I knew at the end of the day if I did something awful in that way Andy would come with me but it was it was so bad like it was a very dark place in my heart and and did put our marriage in a really really scary position all because I would I couldn't let it go and ultimately, I know that you did because because we are in a different place now. We did turn a corner, and we do both feel really unified in where we are now. But you know, you even there's the confusing part for some people. I think even through the season of us not agreeing about this or us arguing about this or you saying you're going to leave with the boys, there were still parts of our marriage that were getting better, that were going well. There were still you were still doing devotionals. You were still in a growth group. This was not like a a running away mentality, but it does, I think, show that you have to surrender every area of your life. And you can't, especially thinking about what your life is going to be in your marriage or with your kids, it's okay to have aspirations of what it will be and to work towards those. But I think we can honestly admit that you got to a place where this was like an off-limits part of your relationship with God. It was like, no, you can speak to me, you can do whatever you need to do, but with this, I'm not willing to give it up. And that ultimately was what God, I think, wanted to be like, no, you're going to have to because my plans aren't the way that you see them, at least right now. And so you did make that change, and God did speak to you, and he he also spoke to me. I would say the, the big thing that I learned throughout this whole 
part of our marriage. And if you're walking through a similar season of maybe you're somewhere for your job or you're somewhere that you think you're supposed to be as the husband or the wife and the other person isn't seeing it that way, and maybe they've gone as far as Abby did where they're having a bad attitude about it or they're being very selfish, whatever that looks like, what I learned is that the more I would try to force this to to change inside of Abby, the worse it would get. And that's frustrating because I want to fix things, and I think men do that a lot. But I I had to even realize in my life, I had to let go of trying to convince you that we, we should be here. Because that would just turn into an argument. And I had to get to a place where even I would trust God and surrender more and say, you need to talk to her, you need to help, because I'm not able to use the right words. And and God really did. He stepped in again in a, in a way for us to to be closer to him, closer to each other. And now looking at where we are with we're both really happy. And honestly, you can talk about it, but there's doors that are opening because you've surrendered that in your life. That that probably is one of the reasons we even started doing this podcast is talking about stuff like that. There's other things that are happening for you with being able to speak to people at church and to be able to help out with different things. And it's it's really because you finally let go of trying to control this part of our life. Yeah, and we're living in a just a different sense of freedom in our home, in our marriage, and and that I think is the the idea behind this episode specifically is I want that for so many people in their marriages and in and I think the biggest thing for me was really it and it takes both it takes two, I think, in everything for real in in marriage and and it's not just one. Andy did such a good job of being so patient with me, and it's sad the things that I probably said and did, and over and over and over again, it was the same conversation. But at, even with Andy knowing that this is what God wanted, like he said, there wasn't any kind of convincing, and it really did take me to get to a place of choosing that I was going to surrender all of that and allow God to to do what God wanted to do and be be content and okay with that and the second that I was able to do that we did turn a big corner and then this is only the beginning this is still fresh this was last fall mm-hmm. and um, God has opened up so many opportunities this podcast being one of them but opportunities through that season of surrender and just the freedom that we can live in is and it's just so different than what we've we've ever had in our marriage in the last six years and so i think we both would say that if you find your place in something similar about where you live what you're doing whatever it is i think the bottom line for us is having a goal and having a a life that you see you want to obtain and get to is is okay you can have desires that's not going to be a bad thing but the minute that you close off letting God speak to you or maybe change the timeline or change some of the details, if you hold part of that back, it just doesn't work well. And the idea of surrender means full surrender. That means really being open to what what God wants in your life because it might be different from what you thought. And that doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Even if it means something like a pay cut or losing something mm-hmm. or it is literally surrendering whatever the idea that you have up for whatever God's idea is for you. And and I, one big thing for you and I was the was us praying together about it. We again, it was an off-limit zone because I wasn't sure I was really 
ready for what God was going to do with that. And you and I weren't praying together about it. And when we started doing that was really when things started to change. Yep. Bottom line, you have to surrender everything. Pray together. Don't anything be off limits for your prayer life together. Don't be anything off limits for your conversation together. And if you find yourselves having an argument about the same thing over and over and over, that's probably a pretty good indication that one or both of you is not fully surrendered and you need to talk about it. And you need to get some help and maybe get some counseling. But ultimately, just seek what God wants you to do. And He will help you. And if need be, He will send a dinner, a conference, a friend, whatever it looks like. And they will hit you upside the head and help you get on the right track. <laughs> Building our nest. It's built. We're out. Ha, 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 ha.